0: Well good morning ladies. Oh how nice. That was it's just so good to be with you all again today. Um, Before we get started how about if we just come to the Lord in prayer. Our great God and Father we praise your holy name. We worship you in your goodness and your majesty. We are grateful for this day. We thank you for your word. I pray that each one of us would have our ears and our hearts and our minds open to what you have to say to us this morning. In Jesus' name, amen. So, we have done some challenging study this, uh, these few weeks, haven't we? Maybe not for you, it's been quite challenging for me as we have been studying about girding ourselves in truth, right? Putting on the belt of truth Wrapping us, it around us, and what we want to be doing is cinching that belt so that it's sturdy. And as it hugs us, we are stable and firm, right? That's, the, that's what we're going for. Although some of it has not been easy, would you agree? I mean, who wants to spend all day thinking about the devil? and his schemes, and his lies, and his deception, and his just plain awfulness. And yet, Scripture tells us to be sober of spirit, right? To be alert, to be aware, to stand firm and resist. And I find that personally I go from being challenged and agreeing with girding myself in truth and ready to dig my heels in, don't you? Sometimes as we leave and and I'm just ready. I'm ready, Lord, to stand there. And then life comes. And the storms come. And I begin to wobble. And I feel my emotions taking over as I look out at the waves around me. And then come the lies and the half-truths, fear and negative self-talk. And I begin to frantically grab around and look for something to hold on to, whether it's something old that I've gone to in the past, or a new escape. And it hits me. No. These thoughts filling my mind and my heart and my soul are not from my God. Not from what I know to be true. This fear that has uh, I found just kind of um, taking me over. Just came, comes in the um, just life in general. But our youngest son, Cade, at uh, 23, he left for the country of Oman a week ago. That's really far. <laughs> and I just found he's going there to study the language. And I found since um, about. Thanksgiving, just this, have you felt it ever, the churning that starts, the what-ifs, your shoulders start to get a little tense, in you, I can hide it pretty well, I thought. But this fear just came up, and then here we are in this study, and just so you know, when you do a study on God's word in a particular area, you're going to have time to practice it a lot. But that's a good thing. So as this churning is in me, and as I'm finding I'm having trouble sleeping, and even during the day as I'm, I'm looking at him, I, you know, I can't help looking at him and tearing up. What 23-year-old guy loves that? And at some point, it came to my mind. What am I doing? Lord, my soul is churning. I do not want to live without your peace. I want to find rest for my soul. Renew my confidence in who you are. You see, ladies, we're all on the same road. Because the enemy starts to tell me, you're going to stand up on Tuesday morning and talk to these ladies? Who are you to do that? Look at you having that fear. And you're going to teach them about your great God? Yes, I'm going to teach you about our great God. I want to teach you what he is teaching me. And we are on this journey together, and we are going to share it together. And the truth that he has been embedding in my soul, I am so anxious to share with you. Because our great God, ladies, in this place of fear, here's the truth, the enemy will try and tell us over and over. You are not this, you are not that. How could he love you? Do you really believe what he said? And the spirit within me, the light that is God's, shines it on that darkness and brings truth to my soul. My words for this year are, fear not. And I'm telling you, I sounded like a broken record. I would just go in my house and the thoughts would come up. And then not only Cade, because here's the deal, ladies, once we start to give in to fear, the door is wide open, isn't it? Then I started worrying about Markel in Dallas, and Katrina in the city, and Cole in Colorado Springs, and Kevin and our future, and oh, oh, gee, for Pete's sake, who can carry that load? I was like, fear not. Why? And I thought, my understanding is that is the most common command in the scripture. Fear not. Do not be afraid. Have courage. And I thought, this truth, what is the truth wrapped up in there? Why should I fear not? What does God say when he uses those words? What is the truth? that I'm going to gird myself in to keep myself steady. I knew I had to go to what I knew to be true. Ladies, we have to go to what we know to be true. So this is what I've learned. I need to keep sober in mind and on the alert and grounded in truth so that I won't topple And so that as we go about learning the other pieces of the armor, that my belt is on, my belt of truth, and it is cinched tight, and I am standing tall, and the other pieces of armor are going to fit firmly here. My breastplate of righteousness that fits here and sits into the belt so that I don't carry it just with my arms, it's going to be firm because my belt is not crooked. Or not latched very tight so that this is wobbling. It's firm. The sword of the spirit is gonna fit firmly because my belt's not hanging down here. I'm girded with the truth. We go to what we know to be true. I love this verse in John 20. Ladies, I've got a lot of verses for you. I seriously thought, Lord, I could just read these verses over these women this morning, just the truth of your word, and I know it would just ignite your souls. But I I had to pick a few. Any Princess Bride fans? Anybody? Would anybody know this reference that I'm giving? (laughs) He was trying to tell uh, Wesley all that had gone on, and he said, no, there's too much. I will sum up. And so, that's what I feel like. I've got to sum up. And, and this verse in John 20 that I love, 20, verse 30 and 31. Therefore, many other signs, this is John writing about why he wrote the book. Therefore, many other signs Jesus also performed in the presence of the disciples, which are not written in this book, but these have been written, these that he has written here, these have been written so that you may believe, so that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that in believing, you may have life in his name. Ladies, huge brick in our foundation Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and in believing that, we have life in his name. And our belt just got a little tighter. He tells us in John 17:3, "This is eternal life, that they may know you, the only true God, and Jesus Christ whom you have sent." Ladies, when that fear comes, we go back to what we know to be true. Jesus Christ, God, the only one true God. And we know him. We get to know him and we love him so that we may serve him and obey him and become more like Christ. These verses in John 16, the reasons I pulled them out is because I just, this is Jesus speaking to his disciples before he is going to go to the cross. I have said these things to you, and sorrow has filled your heart as he's telling them what's coming. Is your heart sometimes filled with sorrow as we look around us? Mine is. But I tell you the truth. The truth. What is the truth he's going to say? Let's have our ears perk up really, really l- big here. It is to your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the helper will not come to you. But if I go, I will send it to you. I have many, many more things to say to you, but you cannot bear them now. That's just the sweetness of our great God. Not yet. He wants us to be sure that our belts are firm. And so he says to them, but when he, the spirit of truth, comes, he will guide you into all the truth, for he will not speak on his own initiative, but whatever he hears, he will speak, and he will disclose to you what is to come, because he will be the spirit of God, be listening to Christ, and the spirit in us will be testifying to what Christ has said. And then the Lord also says, Behold, an hour is coming and has already come for you to be scattered, each to his own home, and leave me alone. These are Jesus. This is Jesus speaking. Have you ever felt alone, ladies? Jesus says right here, it is coming where you will all leave me alone. Does he sit in that? And yet, I am not alone because the Father is with me. These things I have spoken to you, so that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation, but take courage. I have overcome the world. Ladies, did you hear? Our belt tightens, because we have the Spirit of God in us. Our belt tightens again, as the Lord tells us that this is not all there is. He relates here. You will leave me alone, and yet I am not alone because the Father is with me. Ladies, take that truth that Jesus Christ held to before he went to the most awful thing. Even when we feel the most alone, we go back to what we know to be true. God is with me. He will never leave me. Christ wants us to have peace in who He is. And so He reminds us that in this world you will have trouble. You will have tribulation. We should not be surprised. But take courage. Fear not. Because I have overcome the world. Jesus Christ has overcome it all. Let the fear go. It is Him. And our belt gets tighter with these truths, ladies. Christ again in John 14 says, Do not let your heart be troubled. Why not? Okay, my chart is troubled. Lord Jesus, why should it not be troubled? Believe in God. Believe also in me. Sink your roots down deep into who he is, ladies. So that my heart may not be troubled. In my Father's house are many dwelling places. If it were not so, I would have told you. For I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again. And receive you to myself, that where I am, you may be also. Ladies, we know what's coming in the future. We're standing firm in it. We're reminding our hearts and souls in it when fear comes. Jesus said, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. If you had known me, you would have known my Father also. From now on, you know him and have seen him. Why? Because we know Jesus. It all points back to him. It always does. Our salvation in Christ, ladies, this is our foundation, the truth that we sink our roots so deeply into that nothing can topple us. No one can snatch us out of his hand. Our souls are safe in Christ. We are deeply loved. We have life in him, and he tells us, Two contrasting things in John 10.10. The thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. I came that they might have life and have it to the full and have it abundantly. I have a note in my Bible that I must have heard from a sermon. It says that you may have life abundantly. As high a quality of life you can have as high a quality of life you can have. That's the life that we have in Jesus Christ. That is the truth. That is the foundation of our soul. That is why we can fear not. Tighten our belt in that, ladies. Because as I was studying, now my my study is going to be in the words, fear not, and to look and to see what does God say in those words. This is what I found into that, is that there's this pattern when God speaks, fear not, or take courage, or do not be afraid. And the pattern is this. That after he says that, he then says who he is. He then says who he is. He reminds. He turns us back. He breaks. He he breaks our glazed, frantic eyes from fear to turn them to who he is. Have you ever? Been with someone who's in shock or maybe panic or just in a lot of fear? Maybe a, a child who is crying because they cut themselves, whether it's whether it's a, a big fear or a little perceived one. Have you ever been with someone who, who is just cannot even can't get themselves together? They're breathing hard, and 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 you you take them and you look at me. It's okay. I'm here and and they're looking around and suddenly they make eye contact with you and their breathing slows down and and they're able to hear what you're saying. It's okay. I'm here with you. It's going to be all right. This is our great God when he says, Fear not. And we're frantically looking around and he takes us and he turns our head. Fear not, I am your God. Oh, the Almighty One. Oh, I have my strong arm out to save you. Oh, he turns us to look at him, ladies. Fear not. I am your God. And then the Lord proceeds often to remind, to refresh the memory of, to turn us back to all that he has already done. He tells the Israelites, remember when I saved you. Remember when I parted the Red Sea. Remember when I took you out of Egypt. He reminds the Israelites again, remember when I fought that battle for you. Remember how I provided for you and cared for you. Because remembering his faithfulness, remembering his great power, brings peace to our soul. It keeps our eyes fixed on him. Side note. Ladies, it is so important for us to remind each other and praise God to each other So that we are encouraged that God is at work. We are encouraged that God is moving. We are encouraged that he is living and active and powerful and oh so wonderful. We are to remind each other. Anytime we get of the greatness of who he is. It makes me think of how we do that even as a big group in our small groups, but even like at the banquet at the end. What a great time to lift up the name of Jesus and to to point our eyes to him and hear how he's worked in your life and your life and how he has proved faithful to you and how you have seen his spirit comfort your soul. It reminds us that we are all in this together and our great God is faithful Talk to each other about how great he is. The pattern is so pre- prevalent that it takes me to what I know to be true. who God is and what He has done. Fear not. There were some verses here again. I have you have them on the back. <laughs> there is no way we're going to go through all those today. Whew! aren't you all just like, whoa, all right. So from all of these, I've chosen like four. Because I just wanted you to have just a snippet, just a little taste of the sweetness of the water, of God's word, of who he is, and his promises that you'll be thirsty for more and go find them. The first one I've chosen is Deuteronomy 31, 6-8. to And the reason I chose this one is because it's a good example of what many of the fear knots contain. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or tremble at them. So the Lord is talking about the Israelites being afraid of their enemies. Why should I not why should they not be afraid? How can they be strong and courageous? For the Lord your God. Do you see it? They're looking around are afraid and the Lord takes them and says look at me the Lord your God is the one he is the one who goes with you he is telling them what he's going to do the Lord your God is the one who goes with you he will not fail you or forsake you and my belt Just a little tighter. Moses called to Joshua and said to him in the sight of all Israel. So he's repeating what the Lord has said Be strong and courageous, for you shall go with this people into the land which the Lord has sworn to your fathers to give them, and you shall give it to them as an inheritance. Here it is Be strong and courageous. The Lord is the one who goes ahead of you. He will be with you. He will not fail you or forsake you. Therefore, do not fear or be dismayed. Do you see the pattern? Put it in your heart. Tuck it away into your belt of truth. Who God is? The Lord, your God. Ladies, and what you learn about him? is all encompassed in that word. Don't let it be vague. When you think about the Lord your God, the one who created the world with simply a word, when you think about the Lord your God, the one who saves, the one who has redeemed you through Jesus Christ, when you think about the Lord your God, the ones who who put the sun and the sky, who has power to save, to heal, to redeem, to bring life where there is death. This is the one who goes before you. Fear not. Psalm 27 and Psalm 56 The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the defense of my life. Whom shall I dread? Oh, ladies, we could go on and on about this for days. But we've learned this week about his being our light, didn't we? He's the light. There is no darkness at all in him. He is light. He brings light. He gives light. He shines his light into our dark places to give us clarity. To give us his vision. He brings light. His light brings healing. From sin. From addiction. From fear. From shame. His light gives us freedom. To move in all he is. In all that is our foundation. We live freely. We jump for joy in it. This is our God. When I am afraid, let these things, let these words be your prayer. When I am afraid, I will put my trust in you, in God. When I am afraid and I'm looking around, I will turn my head. I will put my trust in you, my God, whose word I praise. In God, I have put my trust. I shall not be afraid. What can mere man do to me? Mere man. One of the verses here says about how the enemy just has an arm of flesh. But it is God who is with us. Let us have that permeate deep into our soul. God's love, ladies. As we see in 1 John 4, God's love His perfect love casts out fear. We have no fear of what is to come if we have Jesus Christ. If you have received Christ, ladies, we have no fear of what is to come. God's perfect love casts out that fear. It has to do with punishment at the end of time, our judgment. But through Jesus Christ, we have been saved. We have no fear. We know what is to come. We will be with Christ in his mansion. We love because he first loved us. He loved us first. He lavishes it on us and we love him back. This verse, I love in the middle of 1 John 4, verse 16. All this truth All this great love, it says, so we have come to know and to believe the love God has for us. Ladies, have you come to know? Have you come to believe the love that God has for you? This will change your life. Know it. Believe it, God loves you. He lavishes it on you over and over. He calls your name, come to me, come, let me wrap you up in it. Let it go down deep to your soul so that your belt is firm in this truth and you live with joy even in this sorrowful place. Ladies, marinate in it. Let it cover you. Speak it over yourself. We can be so unkind to ourselves, can't we? I didn't realize how gracious I was willing to be to you and to those I love, but how harsh I am with me, how mean I am to myself. I would never let somebody talk to my family the way I talk to myself. Because I'm not so soaked up in his great love, believing it for me, that it will unlock those places, light up the darkness, and bring freedom to my soul. Let it sink in deep, ladies. This is the truth that girds us, that we may stand so firmly in who he is and who we are in him. Look at his word to see how he loves you. Study his promises and be amazed. Let them overwhelm your soul that these could be for you. Fill your heart and your minds with them, with his truth. Fear not. So will the battle change? Will it go away? No. No. We live in a fallen world. As believers, we live in, as my son reminds me, ever sorrowful, ever rejoicing. Both and. But we don't just sit in the sorrow or the fear. Why not? Because we are women of God. We have Jesus Christ as our Savior. We have the Spirit of God living in us. We return to and stand firm in what we know to be true. Take the truth, ladies, of who he is, God Almighty, our Savior and Victor, Jesus Christ, the Spirit of the living God. Take that truth and stand firm. Remember to play it over and over again and again, the truth of who he is, and what he has done and will do, that he is with you, that he will never leave you or forsake you, and that he loves you so. Go forth and fear not. Amen.